0: You're listening to Hope on the Homefront, the official podcast for Homefront Heroes Ministries. I'm your host, Taylor Blackburn. We're a group of military wives on a mission to help you find joy in your journey. We're jumping in the trenches to encourage you when you're struggling, help you grow in your faith, and support you through military life. Because here, you are seen. Here, you're essential. Here, you are never alone. Welcome home. Let's go. Well, hey friends, welcome to this week's episode. We are so happy to have you with us today. This is a fun episode. This is a little different than our norm, but hopefully it will be a little bit more of a norm around here because we are bringing in some new, I would say faces, but you can't see our faces. So some new voices. And today we get to hear from our dearly beloved Ashley, who is the director of content for Homefront Heroes Ministries y'all, she is bomb.com, one of the most kind-hearted and hilarious women that I have ever gotten to meet. And I actually have met her in person. So, you know, you make those friendships and they're more so like online based where you feel like you're best friends, but you've never met in real life. Well, I got to take it into real life. So now we're social media friends and real life best friends, which is so cool. And, And besides that, she writes like nobody's business. I love reading her words. If you have tuned in to any of our you know, posts that we share on social media, you have probably read some of the stuff that she's written and it is so moving, so powerful. And I am so glad that you are tuning in to hear what she has to share because it's so good. So hello, Ashley.
1: Hello, you're too kind to me, Taylor. You are so nice.
0: Oh well, thank you. Right back at your friend. I I want to go ahead and take a second to share the story. Give you a little context for how we even ended up here. I I found Homefront Heroes about what five six months yeah. ago. Has it been longer than that?
1: Well, it feels longer because it's 2020, but it was probably just six months.
0: <laughs> Good point. Very true. Well, I found them on social media, and we started talking, and I got to begin having some conversations with Ashley, and I realized like just how big of a God thing finding Homefront Heroes was when we talked, and you told me. That you were moving to Germany. I think you told me before you had even shared the news, like with the masses. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we weren't sure. Everything was going back and forth that time. You're right. I, sh- I told you before. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I had just moved to Germany and then found out that you were moving an hour away from me. And I just knew in that moment that God was doing something really cool because this world feels way too small at times. Like we know it's big, but to move an hour away from me in a totally different country was just insane. And I'm so happy. And now you never can hardly kick me out of your house. Sorry. Well, we would
1: (laughs) never want to. You were like the best, the best thing that's happened to Homefront Heroes and my friendships. So
0: Oh, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> um, okay, so are we ready to just dive into this episode? Because as we were prepping, I, I'm i ready. Like I am ready to just soak up what you have to share. I'm so excited. So go ahead and walk us through this.
1: I'm so excited. Okay, so today we are talking about God's battle plan for marriage. I love, 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 love talking about marriage because I feel like we have been through it and there is so much in our culture today just surrounding marriage. There's so many opinions and there's so many misconceptions about God's design, especially for marriage. So there is, if you're wondering, a right way to do marriage. And it's not a stab at anybody doing it differently. It's just that, you know, God has a plan that brings life to our marriages. So this is not old fashioned or, archaic. Um, the word of God has always been counterculture and that's kind of one of the misconceptions is that, you know, God's way of marriage is way back when, and, and nobody wanted to, you know, everybody was traditional. And so now we have a new way of doing things and that's actually not true. Nobody has ever loved, uh, God's way of doing things. (laughs) It's always been, Jesus has always been, and the word of God has always been counter to our culture. So before we get into all this meat of marriage, um, there's just one thing I want to point out that I think is important to recognize about God, um, and that is that he is good. And the Bible says that his commands are not burdensome to us, that um, he gives us his word and these truths about marriage is out of his love for us, out of his protection for us. He is our creator. He knows what hurts and what heals our heart. He knows what brings the life to our relationships because he is the designer and the creator of all good things. And marriage is a good thing. Um, the other misconception is that when we start to hear about these, these um, you know, places in marriage, or I don't even want to say roles, I really don't like that word, but we start to think that God thinks less of women than he does of men. And that's really a big battle in our world today in anywhere you turn. Um, so the other thing I want you to know is that God values women. He loves women. Um, he has used women all throughout scripture for some of the most monumental, pivotal moments in the word. And he fights for them. He fights for us. He fights for you. He stands up for them. He pursues them. And that's all out of his complete and pure love for us. I would love to go into all the cool and and wonderful ways that God has used women throughout the word, Um, but that's a whole nother podcast episode. But his design for marriage is that we as wives, as his daughters, as women that he loves and respects and values and fights for and protects is that we would be in relationships and have husbands that do the same, but he also has a place and a critical role for us in marriage, and it's, it's super important. So here is God's battle plan for marriage. So he's designed marriage to be a reflection of our relationship with him. When we look at marriage in this way, we start to learn so much about God and so much about Christ and in the way that he loves us and the sacrifice that he made for us. Um, But a funny way that I like to paint this picture, and it's a visual that's always stuck with me, is a little story from my good old dad. Who doesn't love a dad story? So when I was young, about in my early 20s, just dating, maybe, I don't even know if I had met my husband yet. Uh, He used to joke around, he's a really funny guy, that, Ashley, you know, your husband is the head of the household, but you're the neck that turns the head. And we would laugh and laugh and laugh. I don't know why it's not that funny when I say it out loud, but (laughs) as I start to think about this head and the neck visual, it started to really be kind of a key thing that I would think about when I was thinking about marriage. It was a really light bulb moment. Um, When you think about your husband being the head of the household, I don't know if you are like me, but initially I start to get some uncomfortable feelings like, Am I not important? Am I not valued? Is my opinion second, less than? Uh, and that couldn't be further from the truth. So think about, about a person, look in the mirror if you're around one right now, and look at the head and the neck and the way that they work together. Um, they move in unison. It's, it, one doesn't do one thing without the other. The neck needs the head, the head needs the neck. And God's design for marriage is exactly like this. It's a team Mentality where the two have become one. You know, the word says, Don't let uh anyone separate what God has brought together. And so if you think about the neck, I- I'm just gonna get graphic. <laughs> Put the neck on top of the head. What happens, Sailor? I mean, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> I've drawn this before on some um I used to speak at our church. Anyway, long story short, I've drawn this on a whiteboard before and it was a very funny picture of me putting the neck on top of the head and you guys blood goes everywhere. I mean, there's no way around it. It's just not good in any way, shape, or form. So the head and the neck, they work together, right? So we talked about team, we talked about them moving in unison. And if they switch places the body dies. And you can think about this like your marriage. If your husband is trying to be you and you're trying to be your husband and you're trying to, uh, you know, kind of push him out of his way and he's trying to push you out of yours, the whole body dies. The whole marriage dies. They, they have to be in their rightful places for everything um, to work together. And the head can't do what it's designed to do without the critical support and Place of the neck and the neck cannot do what it is designed to do without that vital protection of the head. So there's so many, so many valleys to get into about marriage. And I know we're going to talk more about this on the podcast. So keep listening because there's so many uh, ins and outs and just really detailed places that we can go to dig into some of this, but we're kind of laying the foundation here that God does have a battle plan. He does have a design and a structure for marriage that he's created to give us, um, you, you know, that life into our relationships.
0: Absolutely. And I love that because when you think about how much of an attack there feels to be, you know, in regards to marriage, I know almost every day, there's that battle at some point, you know, with my husband, where there's that fight between powers, you know, oh, I want to be the head. And, you know, that assumption of, oh, well, then I guess I need to be more like the neck. Can you imagine how empowered you would feel if we were really lifting up our husbands in the way that we are called to, if we stopped fighting for that power and that control, um, even though that, Power typically feels good, right? And when, when we have such a loud voice, that battle raging that tells us as women that we need to look like X, Y, and Z, that we need to be strong, this empowerment movement um, to go out and to one up the guy standing next to us, um, to go break that glass ceiling, not that there's not some validity to some of those movements, but I would love for empowerment to be this, to be empowered, to be more of the neck and not so focused on being the head, to really encourage and uplift my husband to be the head the way that he needs. Because that, like you said, that life that is breathed back into your marriage only helps everything. I mean, from the type of friend you can be, the type of mother you can be, the type of fellow believer you can be, it trickles into every aspect of your life when you're functioning properly. And you think about that picture that you drew Um, on the whiteboard, there's no way for things to function the right way. And that's where chaos and death happens because, oh, yikes, you know, but I, I love this picture that you're painting. It is, it is everything and it is so powerful.
1: Well, and you talk about life and that kind of segues us right into this, this last piece of this puzzle and where we can kind of get this twisted is that it, this doesn't mean that you can't Have dreams that you aren't bold, that you can't be strong, that God isn't going to use you for big and mighty things, that you can't work outside the home. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that you have a life-giving place into your family, whether you have kids or not, and to your marriage. And so when you think about the neck, what does it hold outside of the heart? That neck is the very thing that's keeping the body the whole body alive it's holding that brain stem where if that's severed if that's not there there's no air to your lungs there's no blood flow to your brain and we're getting kind of scientific but it's kind of fun because if that if that's no longer there not even the head doesn't even hold that kind of power essentially or, or wow. position over the body so we really have a critical life-giving vital piece in our marriages that we ought to take so seriously. We ought to take it with, um, I guess just honor and, and use it to, to its full extent. Um, but as I talk about this, I recognize that, listen, marriages are not perfect. Marriage is hard, especially marriage in military life, we are faced with a lot of context. And when I think about this life giving peace we have to this marriage, marriage puzzle, um, I remember being in a season with my husband, we've been married almost 10 years coming up in next month, uh, where he had just returned from a combat deployment. And I was honestly feeling like I didn't want to be married. And I, I hate to say that because Looking back, I recognize that he was carrying some really heavy burdens and the weight of experiences, you know, that I didn't understand that he had gone through being in that battlefield. And I was carrying resentment and hurt and bitterness, essentially from unmet expectations that he didn't even know existed when he was coming home. And home was just messy and bad and a lot of pain and a lot of of thinking this is not what I thought life was going to look like as a military wife. And I remember standing in my kitchen doing the dishes. Isn't that where all of our most pivotal moments happen over the a sink of dishes? <laughs> Am I the only one? It's such a mindless task that my brain just like, I could invent things at the sink. Anyways, I was standing in my kitchen crying over a sink of dishes. And I finally said to God, I don't want to be in a marriage like this. And it was kind of the first time that I had essentially said that out loud or recognized that point that I did not want to be married. And I just felt him so just tenderly and gently say to me, you know, Ashley, if you don't want to be in a marriage like this, then you don't let your marriage be like this. And it was like eye opening in that moment that I had, a piece. I had a part, I had power over in my marriage. I had something to contribute to fight for my husband and to save these circumstances. So whether I was right or wrong, or whether he deserved it or not, it wasn't about that anymore. I wasn't going to give him the treatment he was giving me or give him what I thought he deserved or didn't deserve. It was, it was now to honor God by honoring my husband and to pray for him. I got the book, um, power of a praying wife, just side note. And I read that every day, it's 30 days through prayer. And I prayed over him for the first time, honestly, in our marriage, I didn't, I didn't know what that held. And I started to treat him with love and respect and encouragement because it brought honor to God. And that was kind of my fuel. And slowly, I'm not going to tell you this happened overnight. It was probably a whole year later where little by little, God started to breathe life back into our marriage and break down those walls. And he is what kept us together. And so today we still have hard days. You know, we still slide back into those, I call them ridiculous ways. And we forget sometimes what we've been through, but there's still a lot of days where we're saying, I'm sorry, but there's a different approach that we have to each other. Now there's a different, um, foundation that we're standing on. And I truly believe that that is something that God has built within our marriage to keep us standing on what he calls his firm foundation. So when the storms come, because they will come, you know, we can essentially weather anything.
0: Absolutely. That is so amazing. And I, you know, I have to just say to you that I applaud the humility in that moment. And I rejoice that God gave you that that discernment in that moment because he's always with us and talking with us. If we pause and we listen, if we take that moment over the dirty dishes to stop being frustrated over having to wash them and we just find that peace, you know, I've been there many, many times. If we just pause and we allow that peace to wash over us, he is so faithful to speak to us in those moments. And what a life-changing thing that he spoke to you. I mean, can you imagine if you were too busy or you were too angry and too focused on the wrong things to not apply that, that life-changing lesson where your marriage might be today? You know, I know that hearing that has, is definitely going to make a lifelong impression on me. And that's how cool God works is he throws that stone that makes that initial impact, but then that ripple effect just keeps on going. And so you've impacted me. Hopefully you listening military wife are impacted too, um, because God is listening and we have to be faithful to follow up with action. You know, as I'm sitting here hearing this and thinking through this, I'm going to say something kind of like a little bit of a joke. You think of being a pain in the neck, right? (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking about that. Like how many times I in my pain or I in my frustration, I in my worry, in my resentment, my bitterness, whatever it is, those pains begin to build up in my neck, right? And it makes me not be the kind of neck that I need to be for my husband. I allow those pains to determine my reactions, my responses. I begin to set an atmosphere in my home that is not conducive for growth. Yeah. And can you imagine if we stopped doing that? If in those moments when those waves of pain come at us, which is natural when you're living through life, when we are living this military life, especially that comes with so many unknowns, Mm -hmm. so many, you know, pivots and (laughs) plot twists, we never know what's right around the corner. It is natural for things to hurt us. It is natural for us to feel anxious and to feel the the worry of the world on our shoulders or on our neck, should we say. And when that happens, if instead of allowing that to overcome us and impact us so severely, we stop and we submit it to the Lord. We allow him to work out those kinks in our neck. We allow him to lift that burden, to to help us through that pain. Then we don't find ourselves being a pain in the neck to our husbands. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm so ridiculous. But I'm just saying, like, I have been there so many times where I, have felt those those pains and I have allowed it to dictate my actions. And no amount of wrongdoing on the account of others, by my husband even, no amount of wrongdoing so I feel from the military, how dare you send me to this such and such place? I didn't wanna go there. No amount of that ever allows me to be justified, to not respond in the way that the bible tells me to and that is why it is so important military wife for all of us okay to be extremely diligent and disciplined to study the word of god to lay these foundations to think through these things and make sure that the way that we are acting the way that we're responding um is not led by the world but is led by the word we don't want to be people who are reacting We want to be responsive and the way that we train ourselves to not just react, but to diligently respond is to make sure that we are trained with the biblical know how to overcome in those moments to respond in love to respond in grace. And that is found through the fruits of the spirit, which the Bible walks us through. Um, You know, the way that we make that happen, it all boils down to Jesus. We've said it before, Jesus is our hope on the home front. But what I really want you and I think Ashley will agree, the takeaway is that the word of God is one of the greatest hopes that we have on the home front and our faithfulness to carry out the words that we read in his holy word, to be faithful, to obey, to be faithful, to hear that message spoken to a hurting heart as we are elbows deep in soapy water, washing dishes, and to say, God, I don't want to live in a marriage like this. And to feel that nudge from the Holy Spirit, who says, if you don't want to be in a marriage like this, then don't, don't, Don't be in a marriage like that. Don't allow yourself to continue moving forward in the way that you were, which will yield no change. You will continue to go down a road that will lead you where you do not want to be. So you have to change and to be faithful, to respond in obedience to what his word says, because he only ever leads us to greener pastures. He only ever leads us to greater waters. That I would say is our hope on the home front his word and our obedience to obey that word is our hope on the home front
1: that's so good taylor and we can trust him we can trust him to um to be faithful to what he says and we can trust that his word uh will do what he says his word will do
0: amen well i am so thankful that you (laughs) were able to uh navigate all of the technical difficulties that we had at the beginning. Um, you guys, before we, we close out, I want Ashley to share the miracle that happened just before we clicked play, because I think you'll get a kick out of it. We were having a hard time um, finding headphones that were working with the devices that we were needing to use to record. And so, Ashley, why don't you just go ahead and explain <laughs> wh- what happened this evening?
1: You guys, I'm not exaggerating. I honestly have found every pair of headphones we've ever owned it's the iphone headphones you know how they've modified the attachment to only connect into your phone now it's not the same you know pointy one that could go into your computer before so i have found six pairs of headphones that only have the new attachment at the end and i was like i can't record tonight taylor i can't plug in and i run downstairs to go through my husband's backpack one more time. Nothing's there. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I need your help. You got to provide. I'm not exaggerating you guys. I can't make this up. I I just was like, you know, I'm going to go check the, the kitchen drawer. We got, we just got to Germany. It's not like it's a junk drawer that's been packed on for years and years. And there's literally a brand new in the case, unopened pair of Apple headphones with the old attachment on the bottom. I honestly do not even know where they came from, but the good Lord himself. So amen to that.
0: He is faithful. So there you go. That's our takeaway. He is faithful. And we want you to know that he is faithful in the headphone moments and he's faithful in those hard marriage moments and everything in between. Do not lose faith because he sees you. He hears you. He knows you. He loves you. And we want you to remember that there is power in his word. And that is your hope on the home front. Thanks for tuning in from our heart to yours. We hope that this podcast is your go-to place for encouragement on the home front. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaway was from this episode by having you take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag us at HFH underscore ministries or on Facebook at Homefront Heroes Ministries so we can get connected with you, get to know you more, and hear from you firsthand what specific encouragement you're looking for. This is home. This is the place to have the hard conversations. And until we chat next, get out there and find the joy.